Welcome to the Paragon Podcast, where we speak with local charities and changemakers to see how they're making a difference. I'm your host, Anthony Mastermarini. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited about our guest today because he is perhaps one of the most enthusiastic and passionate people I have met. After the first time we spoke uh, on the phone a little while ago, I knew I had to have him on the show. And with that, I'm going to pass it over to my friend Ricardo to tell you a little bit more about his organization, Given Values. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I thank you so much. I don't know how much I could thank you for this and also the great words you always present to me. I thank you for that. Anthony told you guys, um, my name is uh, Ricardo, founder, one of them, of uh, Given Values. Came up with the name Given Values just for the sake of our hearts and knowing what mothers have actually been through just to bring you know kids into the world. I use that concept in a sense of the compassion in my heart. It's a given value in order to share, to be courteous, you know, to be in a form of knowing that if somebody's in need, we should not turn a blind eye to that. No, that's great. It's um, it's definitely a name that stands out, and I mentioned that to you before before we got on the interview here. Um, and what's what's even more interesting is on your website, you actually list a bunch of other quote unquote given values, and I'll name a few because I found them pretty interesting. Love it. Give with your heart. Give with a smile. Give without discrimination. Yes. Give with clear mind and thoughts. Give with a sense of compassion and give with nothing in return. And there are a few more others that are listed on there, but those ones really resonated with me. Can I give you some? Yeah, please, (laughs) please continue. Yes, give without judging. And give without judging, meaning that it doesn't matter if somebody is uh, what ethnicity, what culture, fat, skinny. It doesn't matter. And it's so simplistic and so simple that when they give without judging. And then I have another one. It says, give because given is life. We've been given life. What are we worried about? Sometimes we're too caught up in, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, our bills are being paid. Yeah, that's great. But the ones that not even in that situation, sometimes it, it, I find it very difficult sometimes to even pass a person that's asking me for something. And I feel like maybe they're going to go buy the wrong things with it. But that's not my business. My, my concern of God's work and what my duty of life is, is not supposed to be judgmental or look at somebody's lifestyle and take away their life from their lifestyle. So we're, we can't change our life, but we could change the lifestyle into which how we live it. That's the key. Our life has been written, but our lifestyle into which how we live our life, we could change that. It's, it's a situation. It's, it's just a state that we put ourselves in into which we could find some form of solution for that state. Right. No, that's, that's a great message. And it really does tie into your mission statement as an organization. What I saw when, when looking over your website is that you mentioned you want to improve outreach services in the GTA and in particular, you want to focus on Torontonian youth. Why were you so inspired to focus on this cause in particular? And what's so important about uh, youth in Toronto? So the funny thing is that I looked at it and I said, okay, why do I want to work with the youths? All right. I was already a youth. Mm-hmm. I knew that my father was working very, very hard. He was, you know, and he was dependent on us to go to school. And um, of course, you know, six brothers, six different mine, and the apples sometimes don't fall that far from the tree. But listen, 
we all we all see what happens in the city when hard work and families go to work and you leave your kids unattended. Sometimes they stray. And I feel it's my duty to shed the light on, let them know that somebody loves them or tell them that we love them. Because I feel like there's not enough of us telling people we care or ask them, how are you feeling? How is your day going? Why aren't you smiling? Or can I tell you a joke just to make you laugh or something? And some people might tell you, hey, go to hell, leave me alone. You're weird. You're this. But what is weird about happiness? You know, people fight so much in this city to be sad because it's easy to be sad. But I always tell them, try being happy then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> try being happy. if it's so easy to be sad, try being happy and staying with it. And so the city is at a disconnect with the youth. Right. How are you going to approach somebody? How are we going to try to find solutions to helping these kids? What kind of outreach programs do we have? What kind of workshops are we building? How are we building, you know, a big brothership, a big sistership? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you think about these outreach that try to connect with our communities, people shun these things. They shun them. They see these people at their door. They don't want to answer it because they feel that why would I want to hear a message today? Why would I want to listen to this today? And that's the disconnect we are with humanity is that we find it hard to explain or express our true authenticity when we're hurting. No, absolutely. I, I think you're bang on. I think those formative years when you're a child are, are incredibly important. And for there to be someone to guide you on the right path is, I think, very critical to your formation and development as uh, an adult who eventually contributes back to society. So your organization has, like I said, an incredible mission and has to date had an incredible impact. Um, so on, on your website, you list some of the ways that Given Value is, is making an impact on the Toronto community with programs like emergency food hampers, new coats for kids or youth, uh, and feeding the community meetups. What does impact mean to you? And, and have you received any feedback from, from some of these people that you're helping? Yes, for sure. I've had, I have a lot of people in the communities that say, I told you, like in the West End, mm-hmm. my mission was to see what the, what the public, are they living in their means or above their means? Are they living, you know, with, with trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are they being honest and authentic to say, Hey, I really do need help. And I wanted, I just don't want you to feed me, but I want you to mentor me how I I could feed myself. And my whole goal was not to feed the less fortune or to mentor the less fortune. It was, it was the goal to, to get the less fortune to know that we do care about them. Right. The impact that I got in some communities, I've seen ladies cry when we give them two weeks of food, eggs, you know, meat, big chickens, you know, like I said, and these things was coming out of my pocket before I even received any donations, you know, and it was something that I felt like I needed to do because I, I keep hearing this voice in my head that God is saying is, you are blessed and you are my soldier. You are my warrior. You are my messenger. I took it to myself and I said, you know what, God, I'm going to follow your words because if you're giving me a message that I need to be unselfish within my heart and not judgmental or quick to judge someone's situation, then I have a great value, you know, um, and I took that and I went to these neighborhoods that they, they classified as gang-related, drug-related, predominantly Black neighborhoods. And I went to these neighborhoods to see how 
they would look at me or how they would view me and see what my mission is. Mm-hmm. I try to not just only feed them because they feel like sometimes in those kind of neighborhoods, like it's a handout, like you're giving me a handout, like you feel sorry for me. Right. Um, so it's been nothing but love, cries, I'm doing a good thing. We, we need people like you. And it, it, I cry too, because I love when they tell me that. And it's more motivation because then actually the Bible says many are called, few are chosen. <laughs> yeah. I'm only looking for a few to realize what I'm doing to catch the wildfire to be like, hey, they could start this too. You know, it, it's non-effort once you're authentic. I think that's the easy part about it. So I think it's also very humbling to recognize that you started the initiative actually this year in 2020 yes, um, and have accomplished so much to date. With that being said, what do you have planned for, for the future of your project, of your program, of, of your initiative? Yes, sir. So, which is great. I started this with a uh, long-term initiative in a sense of turning it into a more worldwide instead of a local venture. Um, there's people in third world country that is actually doing worse off of than people that's here um, on our soil. We're going to take this mission to places that I think that it's been turned a blind eye on also where, you know, maybe the fat cats and the, the millionaires may, might be making money off of these third world countries and they're, they're taking from it, but they're not giving back. So, right. you know, myself is thinking, okay, well, you know, God has blessed me. And he has blessed a lot of people around me. So what we're going to do is form a coalition, which I'm doing right now. I'm forming a coalition in order to say, just like UNICEF, just like the Salvation Army, um, just like a lot of these organizations that's big, we're going to be the small fish in a big pond in order to do the small things that we can do to make a bigger impact. Yeah. The small organization, you receive a lot to give back a lot, you know? And um, that's my mission. So I want to spread my mission from giving values to more values onto more values in order that, that we spread through the provinces, in order that other organizations, we could help each other to make sure that no one goes without a meal or no one goes without a bed to sleep. Well, those are, those are great aspirations. It definitely sounds like you have a lot of work to do and a lot of, a lot of work to cut out for you, but that's, uh, that's a great goal. And we definitely want to see you hopefully achieve that, achieve that one day. And uh, so with that, we want to cycle back just a little bit to the title of the podcast. So we, we spoke a little bit about this before the podcast started, and we decided to call it Paragon of Compassion. So in other words, role model of compassion. Why is compassion such an important word for you? And how does it tie in to your organization's mission? See, compassion is definitely something that um, I grew up on from my foreparents and my grandparents. And I, you know, my background, I'm Jamaican Cuban. And um, when I was born, my mother, it's, you know, she's my best friend today, but she had gave, gave her two boys, her first one of her two boys away at two and four to my, my father's parents, which was my grandparents. And my great-grandparents in the 1900s in Cuba, they used to feed their own community, meaning that they were the elders in their village. And it's like a, a, a chief or something in his, in, his, in his village. They had to make sure everyone doesn't go hungry. If they need to see a doctor, they need to make sure that they can't afford it. They will make sure they chump up all the change that they can to make sure everyone helps that sick victim. Growing as a kid, seeing these things that my grandparents used to cook for at least 
12 to 14 of their kids in one home plus their grandkids, it humbled me to see how they did it, how my grandparents did that, and how one old little short lady did this. <laughs> <laughs> and and it makes it makes me cry a lot of times when I do think about it because I never thought I was like other kids to go and go partying or do certain things like that. I probably thought about just trying to be a millionaire that I want to just do so much in this world, right? Mm-hmm. So growing up with my grandparents is... Uh, um, tendencies to to give what they have and sometimes have a little bit for their own family it humbled me to see that hey you can still survive by giving what you still have and still have a little bit but you still share into multitudes and I, I i started it from there and that's where my principles came from and my compassion for people i hate to know that i'm going home to a house a refrigerator f- uh, filled with food it made me mad to see that there's people out there starving and hungry and need one good meal. And I'm just being so privileged. And that's why I turned to myself and I was like, you know what, God, I am tired of taking advantage of the fruits of your labor. And it's not my labor. It's your labor I'm taking advantage of. And once I decided that, I said, (laughs) I can't go a day without seeing that I go down to 10th city or somewhere to make sure that somebody needs some water or some food or, you know, um, just to feel special and let me tell them that I love them. So I started from that. I started from my grandparents and my grandparents are the one that's resonated in me to make me be so compassionate and practice compassion through their eyes. Well, it's, it's incredible that you're still spreading that idea of compassion to the rest of the Toronto community and and the homeless communities downtown. Um, So thank you for that. Again, it's, it's an amazing mission and it's amazing what you've been doing so far. We want to help you grow that community. And I'm sure listeners would be curious to know how they can contact you or support you in what you do. Yes, sir. No problem. We've got three ways you guys could get in touch with us. I'm sure we're going to build more through the time of what's expanded. Um, you can see us at, at Given Values on IG and Instagram. And you can see us on Given Values on Facebook. And also my website is www.givenvalues.com. Okay, perfect. Well, thanks again, Ricardo. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Once again, you can follow Ricardo on what he does on Instagram at Given Values, on Facebook at Given Values as well, and uh, visit his website at www.givenvalues.com. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, stay happy, stay hungry, stay humble. See you on the next one. You've been listening to the Paragon Podcast. To ensure that you don't miss an episode, subscribe or follow us on Instagram at paragon.podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.